0: It's It's time time for for Business business Therapy. therapy. Let's Let's get get down down to business. business. Open your mind and get ready for the ride. Good job, you got your butt to business therapy. I'm Allison, founder of Allison's Brand School, and technically I'm not a therapist, but I am really good at coaching humans on how to get clear about the work they're doing. By listening to others spill their guts, I know you'll relate, relieve some stress, and find the tools to freaking do what you feel called to do. Hello, boss babes, we are so excited that you're here, tis I, Allison, and I am so excited to share this episode of Business Therapy with you. I am talking to my friend, Chelsea Christensen, and she has something new she wants to get into right now. And we are digging in deep to see why she's not doing it. Because Chelsea is a person who takes action and you're gonna hear Chelsea, surprisingly, is kind of a tough nut to I find that when people are very open and also coach other people and have done a lot of self-reflection, they can sometimes be the hardest people to coach, not intentionally and not because they're not willing. She's very, very willing, but because they have thought through a lot of things and they think they've arrived at certain conclusions and it can be hard to uncover certain patterns. And so what I love with Chelsea in this episode is she really digs deep and. She really hits against some walls and I think you're really gonna enjoy it. And so, if you have something that you aren't taking action on, which let's face it, we all have something we're not taking action on, you're really gonna get a lot of insight out of these questions. I hope you love it. We're walking to Chelsea Christensen, formerly known. This is like the story of my life right now is everyone. And this is an interesting place to start because I brought this up too. Like changing your name on Instagram, you changed it from best day ever. It was best day everything because it started as a shop that sold everything that said best day ever. Okay. okay. So So now you've, you've changed it to Chelsea Christensen. Yes. And Chelsea, like many of our booze, news therapy babes is a coach with Allison's Brand School. We met at the workshop and absolutely love her. One of the reasons I love Chelsea, there's a lot of reasons <laughs> I love you. One of the reasons I love Chelsea is she brings a really unique perspective. You have a screen printing shop. Yes. And did you start with the screen printing shop? I'm kind of like you. I've done a little bit of everything. Yeah. And so I had a lot of businesses before. I was teaching dance and coaching the drill team. And that's when the screen printing, I wanted to design clothes for what I was doing. So that's how it kind of Started. Now you are a rep for Zaya Active. Yes. Which is a direct sales company of activewear. Yep. Which I actually have a lot of Zaya activewear that I love. It's so good. Yeah, it really is great. So I spoke for the company last year and they gave me a lot of it and it's some of my favorite stuff. Yes. And so I love having Chelsea around. She also is working as a coach herself for Allison's Brand School and you want to start doing coaching yourself. Yeah, I've done a little bit and I would like to do a lot. So just to give you a little background on Chelsea, Kelsey. She's done a little bit of everything very successfully. And you're crushing it in direct sales yeah. with Zaya and also your screen printing company. Chelsea was a prototype for business therapy before it was called business <laughs> therapy. We did like a, a, yeah, a session, full one. Yeah. A full one that we didn't use. So I'm glad to come back to it because in that one we talked a lot about how the screen printing business can take up a lot of your time and you were gonna hire someone and you did. Your- I, I did it. You did it. Yeah. I love that because you took action on like our first session as much. 100 percent So the screen printing business right now is pretty much yeah. up. It can mostly run by itself. I still have to kind of give instruction, but yeah. I have people who are qualified to do all the tasks that take place within the building. Did you ever think that would be possible? Never. I love you saying that out loud because I think there are a lot of people who are doing things in their business or running a business right now where they think it can only run if I'm there. That was 100% my thoughts. I actually daily was like, I either burn it down or I walk away. If I don't burn it down, then there's no way out and there's no way to fix the problem. And actually I forgot about our conversation that we had and I literally spoke the people's names who I wanted to hire and they are working at my shop right now as we speak. I love that. And you're here with me. I'm so happy. so good. So what is it you you thought about this? You're like, okay, round two, I'm coming to round two. And you said, I have something I specifically want to talk about. So what is it? let's talk about it. I'm so excited. So we talked about my other businesses that I have and everything I've ever done. And I've done this my entire life. I wanted to make money. So I was like, I'm going to make this. I'll sell this. A physical product. Everything was a physical product. And it felt totally fair for me to say, here is this. It costs this much money and I'm making a profit, but they're also getting some something in their hands. Mm-hmm. And the like the last I would say 3 years I spent a lot of time, a lot of money and over the last 13 years, you know, essentially really growing a business and now I'm ready to turn around and help other people do the same thing, but I feel a lot of guilt and I feel afraid to actually ask people for money for my knowledge and my experience. Why do you think that is? Because I think it kind of opens you up for other people to decide if it's worth that value before they actually get it. Okay. So that's super interesting. So it's kind of like, you don't even have it yet and you're already judging me. Or I'm just afraid. Like I'm such a people pleaser in my businesses. I'm just like 100% customer satisfaction. I can fix any problem. I can, you know what I mean? Like I know they're going to love, I know what brands to use. I know everything they're getting. They know exactly what they're getting before. Mm -hmm. And I think the hard part with coaching people is they're going to get out of it what they put into it, which I have no control over that part. But I'm asking them for money because I believe that I have value to give them and information to give them and I can help them in their lives. But there's just so much. You know what I mean? There's that. What do you think is the bigger issue that you are having to place a number and a value on yourself or that... You cannot control how people are perceiving that product. I think putting a number value on... That, like, if someone were to make me an outline, like if you said, okay, Chelsea, here's what I think that you should do, and you write it down, and then I just give someone like a PDF (laughs) and that's what it says, that would feel safer to me than me telling someone you're coaching for the month. Now, which is funny because I've been more than happy to invest thousands of dollars in coaching for myself. And I think that's like a really good thing. So I love this, I really, really love this topic in this episode. I love your problem. (laughs) (laughs) So bad. Thank you so much for sharing it because I think there are a lot of people out there who either like you have sold a physical, tangible, consumable product Mm -hmm. and would like to now sell a service, a content-based product and aren't sure how to do it or feel some sort of trepidation there Or they've never sold a physical product and they still would like to do something like this and they're not sure how to proceed. I also think even just expanding our minds, maybe you sell a physical product coming at it from a few different angles that we're going to come at this. I really think a lot of people are going to get a lot of value from this. So I think that's really interesting that you brought up that you would feel comfortable if I sat down with you and said, Chelsea, here's what you're worth. Go and tell people this. And you would say like, Allison said it, so it must be true. (laughs) We can get into like what that means and on and on and on, but why not do that? Why not say, Allison, will you sit down with me and help me come up with a pricing model? Yeah. Or Tara. So, Ms. Tara Brooke, who's doing coaching right now, sitting down with Tara and say, Hey, Tara, what are you doing? Which we have done. (laughs) Oh, so you did do it with Tara. Well, we have talked about like she's shared with me where she's at. And I actually have, I've worked with multiple business coaches who have said, who have kind of, so I guess maybe, I'm lying to you. Maybe the hardest part isn't. I don't think you're lying to me. Yeah. I think it's just an awareness. That's what yeah. Really so I about, guess, right? well, so I guess maybe I have had people say, this is where you should be at. But then I've also had people like, I tell them kind of where I would be at and they are also a coach and they've laughed at me and said, wait, that you're valuing your years of experience too in business too low? too low. Here's the thing about pricing. Blech. Yeah, it's it, so it, hard. It's so subjective. And at the end of the day, there's what something's worth There's how much effort you want to go through into selling it. There's who you want to sell it to. And there's how you want people to value it. Yeah. There's so many different factors. Yeah. So I can sell you this Diet Coke sitting here and I can sell it to you for $3. I could literally sell it to you for $30. 100%. It just depends like how I want you to value it. When I was fussing around with the pricing for the workshop, at the end of the day, and P.S. by the way, the workshop pricing will increase. It's going to increase. But As I've been growing it, it was more of a hassle to sell it at the $750 price point, Mm. but I preferred to sell it at the $500 price point. Even though I know I think it's worth $1,500 plus. I liked making it more accessible for the $500. Now, is that always going to continue going forward? We'll see. No, it's actually not going to, right? So there's that. And people can come in and they say this to me. You've said this to me, Allison. I have paid thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars for business coaching and never gotten anything as good as I get in the workshop. Exactly. But I've also priced the workshop lower and I'm not willing to have the student pay the lower price and not value it because they don't put in as much time. So when it comes to other people telling you how to price at the end of the day, you really just have to do what's right for you. You have to do what's right for the people you want to talk to. You have to do what's right for how hard you want to sell. Who do you want to provide coaching for? Let's. What type of coaching do you want to do? I want to do business and life coaching. So kind of putting them together. so people who are either in a business right now or growing a business and really helping them figure out how to create a healthy balance with business and life awesome. together. What does your dream client look like? Well I was gonna say someone like me because of my experience, I feel like it's really easy for me to see where I made mistakes or where what I was does that able mean, to someone like you. So someone who is probably I want to work with women. okay so a woman. yeah a woman and she's probably a mom. she's growing a business. Okay and she's struggling allowing other people to do the work. She's struggling with growing her business, scaling her business. She's how much money is she making right now? 50 to hundred thousand. Okay, so that's a pretty high level mom. Yeah No, not yet. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. So do you want me to, uh, so maybe I, maybe 25. No, I'm not telling you to change it. Okay. I'm not telling okay. you to change okay. it. I'm yeah. telling you, you got to realize what you're yeah. putting out there. For sure. Yeah. So you're talking to someone who is, you think probably with their own business. Yes. Their salary yeah. isn't $50,000 to 100000 Their business is making $50,000 to 100000 a year. Yes. Their business, not what they're taking home. Sure. So they're in that business range. Is yes. that what you're thinking? Great. Yeah. Okay. So they're in that range and they're interested in... Well, they're invested enough in their business where they don't feel like, they don't want to walk away from the business, but they want to problem solve to make it work for them. Okay, awesome. And what do you think somebody like that is going to pay for coaching? I feel like $1,000 a month is a great... Would you pay $1,000 a month? I have paid that and more. Okay, so why aren't you just charging $1,000 a month starting right now? Because somebody laughed at it, somebody told you it should be more, somebody you offered it to said... What have you tried? I'm trying to decide if it's because I feel like there's a part of me that feels like when you get something that you know and you want it, you should just share it with people. I share my learnings, my feelings, my all these things. And so putting a dollar amount on it is so hard for me. Why do you want to coach? Because I want to help people. How do you want to make money? I want to make money helping people make more money. Is that really how you want to make money? Let's just entertain some scenarios. Okay. You've set yourself in a reality where I need to let go of selling physical product. I got to let go of that. I want to, not that you have to let go of yeah. it, but maybe you want to do something in addition to Yeah, that's exactly You want to do something yes. in addition to it, okay? The yeah. coaching being the thing, yeah. the non-tangible product, the mm-hmm. service-based industry that you want to yeah. come to. And you're having a hard time doing it. Why is it? Is it because I'm not sure how to price? Is it because I'm not sure how to be okay charging for myself or services. What if there's a reality in which you make almost all of your money, if not all of your money, selling product and you do coaching and some sort of platform through a podcast, through yeah. Instagram lives. Is that not enough for you? Well, I feel like that's what I kind of do in my Instagram. Okay. Anyways, like that's kind of what my platform is. Yeah. I feel like coaching people through their lives and I talk about their business and most of it is like sharing examples and sharing yeah. my experience. And that might have something to do with it. I'm not doubting that you really want to do yeah. this. I want to know why you really want to do it and not just like I want to help people because there's wanting to do something and there's liking doing something and there's making money doing it. I feel like I'm really good at being able to look at a situation and problem solve and see where people's strengths are and really help them implement those strengths into what it is that they're doing. I love that part of the business of coaching people. Mm -hmm. I love to be able to sit back, evaluate, watch, and learn and problem solve with them. And so I really do feel like that's like working one-on-one with people and seeing that is one of my strengths. And so, so why do you have to make, to make money doing it? This is yeah. why you're getting stuck. This yeah. is why you're not doing it. Yeah. Because you have something that you know you're really good at. Yeah. But we live in this freaking world where we have to make money off everybody's of Everybody's walking around saying, You're good at this. Here's how to make money off of it. You love doing this. Here's how to make money off of it. I'm fantastic at making sugar cookies. I had Neiman Marcus reach out to me Mm -hmm. and say, we will pay you this much money for sugar cookies. I'm like, eh, I don't really want to. Do you see what I'm saying? I'm really good at a lot of things I don't want to make money doing. Every single person listening to this podcast is really good at a lot of things. And I am not saying this is true for you. I'm just saying we're going to freaking dive really hard in on this. We're walking around and they're listening to this and they're thinking, I'm telling you, just because you're good at this, you should figure out a way. If you feel called to do it, do it. I'm not saying if you feel called to do it, you have to make money off of it, Especially if you're like Chelsea, and you're really good at almost effortlessly making money another way. I feel like that is true. And I think that's probably why I feel like I have to make money spending the time outside over here coaching people because it's going to take away from making money on the other there side. It is. Yeah. There it is. There it is. You're trying to justify the time. Right. I get to spend my time on a hobby on something I love if it makes money. Have you ever had a hobby that you haven't tried to monetize? Have Have you ever had a passion that you haven't tried to monetize? No. So that's a pattern. Yeah. Mm And it's always worked. And so I guess maybe that's that's part of my problem. It's not a problem. It's not a problem. There's no problems. Yeah. There's only solutions. I know. But here's what I want. I want to get down to why you're not doing what you want to do. Because at the end of the day, you always do what you want to do. You do. Yeah. You've always done what you wanted yeah. to do. Right. You want to start a business? You started. You wanted to get to the top as I am. Yeah, I'm still working on it. I'm almost to the top. Now. And you're no, almost I to mean, the top. No. I mean, I still got some ways. But girl, you're you're real close to the top. It, yeah. I know how it's working over there. So what I'm saying is we're examining are you not doing this because of some limiting belief or because deep down, it's not actually what you want to be doing. It's maybe just like a habit where it's a habit. I'm not sure which it is. So I'm not trying to yeah. lead you in any direction. You got a little bit of wall going up. No, no, no. You know, I'm evaluating it, it, deep it, in my okay, brain. Okay, But in good. a good way. If yeah. there's a wall going up, I'm like, that's good that enough. Yeah. i like, poke something. Yeah, no. I'm okay. very close with Chelsea, so I hope <laughs> <Yeah. really laughs> poking her really hard right <laughs> now. So Go for like, it, girl. We're going to be good. For yes, we're good. But yeah. like it's good to know if there's like a this, going up where you're like, ooh, like this is getting to something real. Like you're deeply evaluating yeah. that. Here's one thing I want to throw out. Maybe you truly don't know because you haven't done it. Yeah. So maybe you just don't know and you're trying to make the decisions before you try it and you can know. So, you know, like when we, we talk a lot about people, if you are confused on what next steps to take, that's actually, you're just using that as a tactic to protect yourself from moving forward. Like you're, yes. you you just stay in that confusion yes. because then you don't have to move forward. Exactly. I do feel like I've been there for a while Yes, because then it's like, if I don't set my pricing or if I don't decide if I have to have a course to go along with my coaching, or if i just sit in this confusion here, mm-hmm. then I don't move forward. You know what I mean? So um somebody left a comment on Allison's Brand School and they said, I listen to the podcast and I'm loving it and I get really pumped up and then I go to take action and I'm filled with self-doubt. Mm-hmm. How do I overcome that self-doubt? And you know what I told her, take action. That's how you overcome self-doubt. So my question is though. Of course, maybe you're sitting in that space, but rather than just looking at yourself and being like, yeah, I'm just using this as an excuse. In the past, when you have wanted something, you don't do this. No. You take action. 100%. So the question is, is it a timing issue? This isn't the right time for you to do it right now? Is it a limiting belief issue? You've done a lot of work personally, a lot of work internally, and maybe we've really dug down deep and we've hit something that is limiting you in a way you have not been limited before. Or is it your intuition and part of you just being like, I feel like I should want to do this. This makes logical sense to want to do this. I'm interested in this, but you're not doing it because you don't really want to do it. I think it's the second one. You think that you've hit down on some core belief that you haven't hit before. The limiting belief. The limiting belief. Mm -hmm. If you had to guess, what do you think that is? I feel like it is, honestly, I don't know if you'll believe me, but I feel like it is because it's the money with no product. What's the difference? I could get your t-shirt and eat your t-shirt. I know, but I don't know how to put a I don't know how to put a price on it. But t- you do know how to put a price on it. We just told you how to put yeah. a price on it. So it's not that. I think it's that you can't control how people are going to receive the product or that you can't control who shows up. Who shows up? <laughs> Maybe I'm afraid that no one will show up. Do you have that fear? I don't know. I haven't really thought of it. I haven't really, I mean, I guess no, because I mean, I still, I mean, there's people who I'm already getting, I already get that from people. What but. is the worst case scenario? Like what would just be a nightmare of a situation? That Maybe that I spend so much time focusing on other things that what I already have built crumbles. Okay. That's there. Hi. So it's a time issue. It's a time and efficiency issue. You don't want to do this without the assurance that it's going to be successful. You said earlier, I did all of it and it worked. Yeah. So you don't want to do this without the assurance that it's not going to take time away from other things and pay off in the positive. Probably. I don't know. Yeah. No, that makes me- sense, sense. But that makes... That? No, that makes sense. I, I mean, it makes sense because I guess right now, it's like if I put out a pro. I mean, people come to me and order. I don't even hold inventory. So there's no risk involved. And this is like, okay, if I spend time over here, what if I don't make any money? And then I'm sacrificing from a place that's already... But Making I want to go back to the first thing we talked about, which is you were able to set up systems in your screen yeah. shop that gave you time. Yes. And I have absolutely found that time. And with Zaya, do you feel like you have maximized setting up systems to give yourself time? Yes. And that is one reason why I love direct sales and network marketing is because essentially that's what I get to do. I get to coach people in growing their business and I make money in the process. I guess I just don't understand. The yeah. question is you're already doing one on one coaching by being a rep in Zaya. Mm-hmm. Why do you need a coaching business outside of Zaya? Oh, I see what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? Why yeah. do you need that? You're already doing what? What you want to be doing, right? And it's making money. It's making money, but I can make way more money doing coaching. Why? I could because I'm making one percent and two percent off of the people in my downline. It's not as worth your time to spend the time coaching them. I coach them. No, I regardless. Yeah. And, yeah, and and it's a long term business. I look at it as like four years. Yeah. That's when it will truly pay off. But right now, I could coach people in their business that's not only Zaya, and I could make a thousand bucks a month. It's Very, very fun to see how much time this is about time with you. Yeah. It's all about maximizing time. Yes. This is hysterical. I wouldn't have guessed this. Do you know what I mean? I just wouldn't have guessed this. Because we can dress it up as connection. I want to make connection. It's an efficiency thing. Yeah. And it's a guarantee of results. You want to be efficient and you want to guarantee results. Yeah. But what is it that you need from this outside coaching business? More money? Well, I'd like to make more money. Which is great, more money is great, but what is it that it's gonna give you? Well, because I hired more people at my print shop to do the things that I was doing because I felt like I could pay them hourly. Yes. And then I could turn around and use my talents and my skills and my the other thing I wanted to be doing was which was coaching. Yes. I could use that time that I would normally use and pay someone hourly over here and use it to make more money here. So that's what I'm saying is what do you want from coaching more money? Yeah. But that's not right. enough because you're not doing it. Right. So what is it that you want from it? What is it that it's going to give you? Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. But I mean, it's the whole reason why I do brand school. I don't do, you know, I mean, yeah, I make a little bit of money and I, I go to brand school. The, I but know the reason isn't money. That's yes. why I'm not doing it. If yeah. it was money, you would be doing it. That's yeah. why I'm trying to get to the okay. reason for doing it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I told you, I want to coach people in building whatever they're working on. Why? And because I'm passionate about it. Why? Because I experienced it and I went through it and I hated a lot of things about my life and a lot of things about my business. And I was able to move through it and I want to help people do the same thing. So what is it specifically, which part that you hated that you want to help people? Like if somebody was just sitting there with a problem and you know you could help them, what do you think that problem is? So I think the problem is like So if someone is just doing the work, they're just have their head down, they're in autopilot, they're just doing the work. And a lot of times I feel like that was what my struggle was Mm -hmm. the most, is that I was so just dead set on doing the work, getting everything done, having everything ready, like not missing deadlines, being a perfectionist, like all of those things that I never stopped to look at my life or look at what was going on. And so I didn't even realize what I was doing. I was just like stuck in that misery and that technically, I guess I was successful but it felt like everything in my life was suffering and I didn't know how to get out of it. So that's who you want to coach. Yeah. So I love what we did right there is you just wrote the most beautiful sales pitch ever. You literally just wrote the most beautiful sales pitch ever. And here's what it is. Do you feel like you have your head down and you're doing the work and it looks successful on paper, but it doesn't feel successful? Yeah. Then I want to help you feel successful. Yeah. I want to help you maximize what you're doing. Yeah. That's a very specific type of coaching. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. So I think if you identify that you want to help somebody with that specific pain, you're going to be more motivated to overlook any of these other limiting beliefs. That's so true. And I love that you said it back to me because just hearing it was like, I'm not focused on helping people build bigger numbers or strategy or all of that. There really is such a life aspect to it too for me and such a personal aspect to it. I guess I never really identified it as that because that really did create exactly the character of who I'm talking to. And I love that because I think that you're going to care enough about that woman to put your issues with whatever coaching is for you aside because that's what you've always done. Mm -hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? You've always put things aside side to get to the work. Yeah. This is just asking you to dig a little bit deeper. So what you want to do is you want to talk to the person who by all accounts should feel successful, but doesn't feel successful. And I got this really beautiful visual when you were talking of this girl, just like you, you just have your head down and you're just plowing through and you're working so hard. And it's like, you just like want to stop her and lift her chin up and say, look up. And that's so beautiful. That's exact. And that's exactly what it is. I love that. And help her stop and take a breath and look up. Just a question. Why can't you do that in your Zaya business? Do you feel like that girl is not there? I do not have those girls there okay. at this point. Okay. Yep. You don't have those no. girls there at this point. No. Okay. Great. That's why it's not working in your Zaya business. Right. Do you see what I Oh saying? yeah. No, I believe that one. Yes, that's absolutely okay. it. But I think that's identifying yeah. why you can't get this. So here's the thing, right? Is like you've got your husband and you're like, my husband has to love poetry. And then you're like, Does my husband have to love poetry? Or could I go to a poetry group with a bunch of people who love poetry? Yeah, actually I don't have to marry. A man who loves poetry. Right. Do you see what I'm saying? And so think of your business is always a relationship. You have this relationship with your business. Yeah. So what you're doing is you want something from this relationship that you're not getting. So what you want to do is you want to create a new relationship, a new business. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's good, maybe that's not good. I don't know. Yeah. I think you should try it. This is either gonna go one of two ways. Either you're going to move into coaching. And that's great. And maybe you want to move into coaching or you're going to do that. And it's going to feel like you're being stretched too thin. And then I think you're going to find a way to bring that back into Zaya or into other aspects of your life, really, again, yeah. where it's like something you do online, it's something yeah. you do for free. And I guess... You would be a phenomenal coach. Yeah. I want you to yeah. coach. Like, right. I want that for you. Yeah. Like, I want you to coach like you're coaching with Allison's Brand School. I've heard yeah. you as a coach. Yeah. right. You're very, very talented at it. I just am super curious to see if that means you really need to build a business out of it. I think for you, part of it is proving to yourself if I like it, I can be successful out of building a business out of it. And then that... Gives gives you the permission and the time to do something you love because you only get to spend time doing things you love if you can make money on them. That might be true. And that's okay, because that might genuinely be fun for you. Yeah, it is. That may be exciting for you. I just think it's interesting to have that awareness. This is good that I've pushed you this hard. Yeah. Because you have it broken. No. You still want to do it. I still want to do it for sure. Which I think is amazing. But I think a lot of people listening, let's just give everybody permission. Yeah, for sure. You don't have to make money doing it just because you're good at it. You don't have to build a business around it just because you're good at it. Do you ever feel like maybe you tell yourself that you can put effort into things and you can like maybe be away from home and you can do other things if you're working? I think that most women don't give themselves permission to take time away from their families and children for a hobby. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah, I do. But I also don't function at a great level unless I have a lot of alone time. Right. Like I, yeah. I learned very early on, like my functioning becomes very low. Mm-hmm. Now I really like building businesses. So right. it's hard for me to look at it another way. But Alexis Scheid, who we had on the podcast, yeah. you know, I told her to get a babysitter for years. She never got one. And then the first amount of time she spent away from her kids was when she went to an Arvon conference. I think that's a a huge reason why women join direct sales companies and MLMs is because they want the break. They want permission to have something and to build something, but they feel like they can only do it if they're making money. Yeah. And I think that does a lot of people a disservice, honestly. I also think what does a lot of people a disservice is this lie that just because you're good at something, you should make money on it. I think it's a huge disservice. So when would you tell someone to decide that they don't have to make money off of it if they like to if turn you don't it into like a business, money off of it? It changes it. It's not like do what you love and it will never feel like work. That's total crap. Yeah. It's the biggest line of BS ever. I love Elizabeth Gilbert. She says she promised her writing that she would never require it, make money for her. And it ended up making, obviously, a lot of money for her. But she promised what she calls her vocation, her life calling, that she would not require it to make money for her. And that's what I've done with the podcast. I don't require Awesome with Allison to make money for me. And I decided with business therapy, I don't require that it make money for me. I love doing this. Yeah. Now, I can start charging for these sessions. I probably will start charging for sessions because I love doing it. But like this is something I've decided that I love to do. And I don't require that it make any money for me. What I'm saying is you're already doing everything you want to be doing. Mm -hmm. So I guess I still am wondering, I think what it is, is the money to you validates that something is worth time. I agree with that. So what you want is the money to validate that this is worth your time. But you're not super, super driven by money. Oh, no, I totally am. So I'm confused. Again, why do you want to do this? For the money? And you're like, no, because if it was for the money, you would be doing it. Anytime I'm turning into a business, I want to make money doing it. But it doesn't feel like I've turned this really into a business yet. Yes, right? I know you haven't. Turned yeah, it into okay. A I'm asking yeah. you why you haven't turned it into a business. Uh, yeah, I think I'm afraid of what though that it's not going to be worth the time. I'm afraid of I don't know. You do know? No, I don't. I I'm, you don't know because we've gone in circles. Yeah, we've a whole gone much, in circles, but, circle, we're getting a lot but yeah, we are getting a lot. We're getting there. Yeah, so we're getting, getting there. This. this is what it comes down to: is you don't know what you don't know. Yeah if you knew, yeah, exactly. then you would take action on right. it. And I think that's really great because this is why I keep asking very harsh, hard questions. Yeah. And you can even hear in my tone, I'm hitting yeah. really hard at Chelsea right. right now. Which I'm totally fine which, with. Which she's good with, but also yeah. it's like, this is what this warrants. Yeah. I'm not just yelling at her because I'm yelling no, at yeah, her. like I feel like yeah. you need to like hear it this way because I don't yeah. think you've heard it this way. You're really good at talking yourself to the good answer, uh-huh. which I am too. Okay, good. Which that's why with me, that's why I'm getting tough yeah. at you because yeah. with me, it takes somebody getting tough at me. And maybe part of the reason is because all the coaches that I've coached with, I'm totally different than them. And so it feels like I'm not a good coach because I'm different than all the coaches I've worked with. The models of your success. Yeah. Or maybe I don't want to coach like them. So is this still coach material? Like who I am? Or what I want to bring to the table? Am I going to be talking to people who will want to pay money to get wherever they're at? Maybe that's why. Because you don't think you can be you and be successful. Yeah. I wonder if I can. And so do you think that's what's keeping you from doing it. I think probably a good portion of it. Because it's interesting that you bring up, I need to build a course yeah. before a coach. Isn't that funny? And I think that's because most of the coaches you've used have, have courses. Yeah. And ask me if I've even completed them. No. But you don't want to. I don't want to. Well, you know what's way more important than completing a course? Taking action. Yeah. And that's what you do. Yeah. Some people are really good at completing their coursework. It's just like some people are really good at getting an MBA. It doesn't mean they're good at running a business yeah. or building a business or creating a business. Right. They're really good at completing their coursework. They're really good at completing what they've been told to do. Okay. I just think that's obviously a valid concern, but it truthfully has no reflection on your ability to coach. And the only way I know is by starting. Yes. And so I guess what the circles and circles and circles have been about is, do you really want to do it? Why do you really want to do it? What do you think has kept you from doing it? So do you really want to do it? I think you do really want to do do it because you haven't broken down and been like, (gasps) oh, No. I actually don't have to do this. I feel relieved now. Which happens? Yeah, totally. Right. It happened with our last conversation. What did you want to do? What did you? Well, because I was just like, I don't want to be the person who's doing all the things at the print shop. All I told you you didn't no. have to, and you And like, then I was oh. like, yeah, I like I could you. breathe. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. So that's good. That's a good indicator. If like you were listening to Chelsea and I, and you're like, wait, I don't have to do this thing. I think I have to do. You don't have to do it. So you do want to do it. Yes. Why you want to do it is, I think one reason is you want to talk to that girl who needs to look up. Yeah. And you want to help her. She's successful. She's already as awesome as she needs to be. And she just doesn't feel it yet. You want to help her feel it. You want to help her relieve some stress, relieve some pressure. You want to use your unique talents and skills and gifts, things that you're really good at. You want to do that. And I think one of the reasons why you haven't done it yet is because you want to guarantee that the money is going to be worth the time. Yeah. Because you're very driven by money. Money is always representative of something else. I think money is value efficiency. I've spent time on something of value. I think the thing to think about would be how long have you been wanting to do this? I would say a good year. Okay. So if another year passes and you don't take action on it, how do you think you're going to feel? Sad okay, that's great. You just got so sad. Yeah. That's like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, I know it's true because I. it's so easy for me. I, I think too, I'm a. I'm a supporter. Like there's something in me that just wants to like support everyone else in what they're doing. I want to be like your cheerleader. I want to talk about brand school. I want to share. I want to put it out there. I want to share about all these other people doing other things and I want to mm-hmm. be the supporter and I have a really hard time being my own cheerleader. And in the past, when you've been your own um, cheerleader, it's been still behind like product. It's been behind product. And I actually talked to with Lithiography the other day. And it's funny because I shared with her that when you're always okay and you're always successful, then it's like people think you're okay and that you're the successful. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it's like the girl who everyone thinks everyone's going to ask them to the prom. Yeah. But no one asks them because they think everyone else asks them. I think I have a little bit of that inside of me. Like there might be a little bit of fear that no one will show up. For the coaching? For for me, yeah. I'm glad we got here because I actually wanted to get here. (laughs) This is where I wanted to go. This idea of that friends are going to abandon you. Yeah. Right? Or that those people that you've been there and shown up for, they're not going to be there for you. This does not mean that. Your friends who love you are not the people who are going to show up necessarily to pay you $1,000 a thousand dollars for and those wouldn't be the people like i wouldn't really even want to work with my friends i think maybe just that fear of like putting yourself out yeah. here And then just standing there by yourself. Yeah. It's really, really scary. Yeah. So here's what I think you should do for steps moving forward is I think what we should say if you listened, Ooh, I love what I'm about to do right now. If you listened to this business therapy episode and you said, Chelsea's describing me, I want you to email Chelsea. How do you want them to get in contact with you? They can get on my Instagram. Which is? Chelsea, C-H-E-L-S-E-A. And then Christensen, C-H-R-I-S-T-E-N-S-E-N. Okay. And I want you to send her, what, a direct message? You're going to see it? Yep. You like direct messages? Um, no, not normally. But I think that's the easiest for people right here. Okay. Okay, we're going to talk about that for a second. But they're going to reach out and they're going to say, you're describing me and I think what you should do is you should have one free client. Absolutely. That's what I offer people right now. So are you already doing this? Well, I have done it in the past. Like I've put it out there. I did just like one day. I was like, listen, I want to talk to some of you if you're feeling stuck here, if you're whatever, then like I did a 30-minute call. Yeah. So a 30-minute call. So what I want you to do is I want you to put together your $1,000 package. Great. I want you to put together your package Yeah. and I want you to take one person through it completely for free. Perfect. The whole package. I'd love to. So reach out to Chelsea, tell her that you're perfect for the job. And if more than that one person reaches out, then you can get in contact with them and tell them about your package. Yeah, for sure. And this is the package and this is how much it costs. And here's what the $1,000 includes. So we're putting together that package. Do you already have that package put together basically? Basically, yeah. Where are you going to put it? Website. You have a website. Yeah. Is it on the website? It's best to say everything. I have a tab that says coaching, but there's no information on there. Okay. So what I want you to do is I want you to go to your coaching tab and I want want you to put that description that you and I just came up with. Okay. Here's who I'm coaching. Is this you? Here's what I have to offer. You don't have to put your prices. You don't have to put your packages. If you are interested, email and you have that email in there. Okay. I love that so go to Best Day Everything. Yep. And go to the coaching tab. Yeah. And that's your first action item. Yeah, I love that. So your first, and you can do that. Totally. We just came up with it. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to do that. The first thing you're going to do is you're going to make a place to receive people. Yeah. You got to make a place to receive the people. In fact, I don't want them to DM you. I want them to Go there. Great. That's perfect. Okay, so that's that I was gonna say. Yeah, that's not a serious commitment. Talking people yeah. to the MU is not a serious way of okay. saying get in touch. Yeah. yeah, no, you for have, sure. These are potential clients. Yes, for They're sure. They're gonna pay you money. Yep. right? Okay, so give them a way to get a hold of you. That's your minimum viable product. Great. Your minimum viable product is to create the package. Yeah. Meanwhile, you're taking someone through the package, and as you take someone through the package, you're gonna be able to see what works and what what you want to add to the package. Yep, perfect. The second thing I want you to do is I want you to reach out to any of the people that you did the coaching with before. Do you have their emails? Yeah. Do you feel comfortable reaching out to those people and asking for a testimonial? Yeah. Like, I didn't know if you were going to come at me me, and be like, oh, no. Yeah, no, I would totally. You feel, okay. Yeah, I feel like we had a great... Okay. Conversation. Awesome. Yeah. So then what I want you to do is I want you to get at least one or two of those testimonials and I want you to put them on that page. Great. Do you feel like these are all things you can do? Yes. Okay. Then the third thing I want you to do is I want you to talk about it on your Instagram. Okay. That's it. Yep. This is not even hard. No, that's not hard. Let's, I can, I can totally do it. Let's talk about the reasons why this isn't hard. You already have enough money to feed your family. Yeah. We're not having you quit your job. I right. feel like I'm already doing it. I just You're haven't doing like it. solidified it or put myself in a place where I've protected myself from feeling vulnerable. Well, yeah. And that's why what we're doing is we're just putting a toe in the water. I like that a lot. I feel really comfortable with that. And... That's it. You don't have to make some big announcement. You don't have to like, you can send out an email if you want. Yeah. I'm just talking like, throw it up on your stories, man. Yeah. But you got to have something for them to swipe up to. Yeah. Do you like the idea of marketing yourself to people who are in direct sales? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. That's another unique value proposition. So yeah. I think that's something to look into. Yeah. Where you're like, um, are you making money with direct sales? But v- make it very clear that you're not offering direct sales specific services, but yeah. you are an empathetic ear of somebody who knows what it's like to build a team and yep. working with team and be working within the of the company. Like For sure. I think another thing on that bio page when you're talking about coaching is just by giving a little bit of your experience. I manage employees. These are Things I'm I'm comfortable with and I have expertise in. Right? Do you feel ready to move to the next step? Yes. Well, if like you're like Chelsea and you know you want to do it, yeah. And if not doing it a year from now makes you sad, yeah, start thinking about the person you're serving. Okay, isn't Chelsea just the best? Isn't she amazing? I appreciate her willingness and openness to share so much. And I wanted to update you that after I did this interview with Chelsea, she text messaged me and she told me about all of the thoughts and breakthroughs she had after the interview. And I really wanted to share this because often we'll have people come to the workshop or sign up for a coaching session or meet with me, or maybe you go to a a therapist, or whatever it is. You're doing the work, you're journaling, and you're expecting some sort of breakthrough to happen immediately. I find that for at least half of the people, if not more people, the breakthroughs and the revelations come after. They come in the week after, they come in the days after. They come from sitting down and writing and trying to make your thoughts clear. And I just wanted to share that like, as a testament to these business therapy questions that they really can help bring clarity to you in your life. And really, that's what I wanna do with business therapy is I wanna relieve suffering. I wanna relieve isolation that comes from feeling like I'm not sure what to do, I'm not sure where to turn. So I have three questions, three business therapy questions for you so you can really take this and apply it to you. And here's the first question. What assumptions are you making about something you haven't really tried? What assumptions are you making about something you haven't actually tried? Have you actually asked for the money? Have you actually, uh, you know, in Chelsea's situation, coached people in the way that you wanna coach them? or have you just allowed similar situations or other, you know, I sold tickets for this event and they didn't sell very well, so now I know I can't sell tickets. Well, have you tried selling tickets for a different event? Take it from a girl who sells tickets to events, no to events, no to price point, no to daytime place. I mean, it's never the same. You've gotta try it. Okay, the second question is, if something forced you to quit Right now, would you be relieved or devastated? This can be a really eye-opening question. When I talked to Chelsea six to eight months ago, I said, if somebody told you you had to quit right now in your t-shirt business, she said, oh, I'd be relieved. I was like, whoa, that's really eye-opening. That means we can let a lot of things go. That's gonna open your eyes a bit. And when I pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed her, this time I said, okay, you have to quit. You can't do this. She fought, she wanted it. So take a look at that. I think that can be a really awesome question. And business therapy question number three, describe in detail the person you're trying to serve. What do they need most? This is something that really inspires me. This is something that really connects me to what I'm trying to do and when I'm trying to make a decision if I should keep doing something or stop doing something or start doing something, I get really clear about the person who I believe it's going to help. I get really clear about what I think it could do for someone or what I know it could do for someone. And you could See, that really ignited a passion in Chelsea, and Chelsea said that that really was the motivation, the thing that got her to start taking action on this. I am so grateful that you're here. I absolutely love working with these individuals and then sharing these business therapy questions with you. We're having so much fun doing business therapy, but we are thirsty and hungry to know how it's helping you, if it's helping you, what are you learning, what are you taking away? Are you sharing these episodes with people? Because sharing is caring and we appreciate it so much. And I wanna personally invite you to come do some business therapy on your Instagram at our IG for you live event in September in Utah. It is going to be such an amazing event. Right now, I can tell you we are bringing on a panel of experts we're going to do a QA with. We're going to have Tara from Rad and Happy and Katie from the Beauty Bureau. We're going to have one or two other people. You're going to be able to ask them your questions live. It's going to be an amazing in-person event so that you can meet other people and we can just, you know, be together as a like minded boss babe community. So be sure to check that out at alisonsbrandschool.com. You're doing an amazing job. And remember, if you feel called to do it, freaking do it. man Mr. Eric Robertson wants to invite you to join Pleasant Pictures Music Club. If you are a content creator, you can save 20% off with the code BUSINESSTHERAPY. So go to pleasantpictures.club and enjoy this jaunty tune.